Hello and welcome to the Caffeinated Bantercast. This podcast is dedicated and covers various topics about video games. Your host and more or less returning every week are three friends with the same passions for games and caffeinated beverages. Rezobasso, Cold Death and Jennifer, also known as Lady Sugar Cube. Have fun with this week's episode. Mm, there we go. Okay, profiles are correct. Fantastic. That's good. Oh my goodness, CD. Did you know? Yeah. Did you know, CD, that it's episode 118 of the Caffeinated Banter? Were you aware yeah, of this detail? <laughs> Maybe you weren't, CD. Maybe you just I woke up. Uh huh. Right. Maybe you just. Maybe you just woke up and realized that uh, mm -hmm. it's the episode 118 of the Caffeinated Banter. See, this is a fantastic episode. Yeah, woke up at 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> you know what? You're. I mean, you know, it's fine, CD. It's it's fine. Look, look. If you if you look, if we all know that if you're if you're waking up and starting your day, and I'm still awake, there is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> there your, might be your, yeah. yeah your usual your usual response when you log on and you see that i am still active is hmm. hey rezo have you slept have you have <laughs> you slept at all no okay all right well yeah. you might want to get some sleep you, you know how this goes <laughs> yeah that's that's been that's been enjoyable Oh goodness, CD. Listen, I haven't got a lot done this week. If you want the honest to God, uh -huh. this week has been a wash. It's been a miserable, uh -huh. miserable wash. Uh, work has work has had to be busy. I did, however, see a raise at my job, so that was kind of uh -huh. fucking. That's good. Kind of fucking cool. So, if you you know some extra money is ever a bad thing. I just wish I wasn't at work all the damn time. That's mm -hmm. that's kind of a downer. Yeah. True. yeah. <laughs> I uh I don't mind working. I just don't want to work, you know, 45, 50 hours a week. That's not what I signed up for. Uh, mm -hmm. 40's enough. I'm I'm good on 40. Yeah. That's that's, that's fine. That's yeah. perfect, yeah. really. Definitely. Uh, but 50? Nah, I'm good. You can y'all can miss me with that <laughs> shit. That's that's too many. That's too many hours. Uh let me see here. Oh, uh Shimigami Tensei Nocturne comes out this upcoming week. Uh-huh. And uh I saw the full details about the merciful mode. Oh, I could totally see fucking reviewers mm -hmm. playing it on that mode now. Now I already I know uh, they're going to. Oh my god. What did they change there? Uh so you take So you take half as much damage as you would playing on normal. Okay. So you take like uh, that's significant. You take, yeah, you take a lot. It's a lot less. It's significantly mm -hmm. different because you take you take a percentage less playing on normal than you would playing on hard mode. So mm -hmm. they they just half how much you you take a significant, and then you deal about three hundred times the amount of damage. Mm -hmm. So three hundred percent more damage on merciful mm -hmm. mode. So you deal way more damage. You also get I want to say three times the amount of XP and twice the amount of money per fight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, look, I'm not against difficulty settings, CD, but let's be real for a second. Huh? I don't believe a single one of these fucks are going to somehow play through this game. And, like, 
I believe a lot of the people who reviewed it. I think there's one person on YouTube who openly admitted he switches that he switched he switched the difficulty mode to merciful mm-hmm. to get through dungeons. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, all right, that's I can kind of see that the 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 encounter rate mm-hmm. can be a little ridiculous. I don't deny that. So <laughs> I'm like, you all know right. what? Fine. You you turn you turned it on to you turn it on to merciful mode to get through dungeons. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, fine. I get that. Uh, it's, so you can change that on the fly. So yes. That's, uh, yeah, that sounds like a good thing. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. change it as you go. So you don't have to stick to one difficulty mode. So what I'm expecting to see is that most of these people just switch it to merciful mode to beat the bosses and then switch it back. Yeah, to... yeah it wouldn't surprise me too much. Yeah, I, I kind of expect that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Regular players would probably try a boss a few times, and if they fail, they'll probably switch to a merciful and get on with the game. <laughs> try to actually see the. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. the game is a little unforgiving. And the game, the game does kind of step on you at points for uh, daring mm-hmm. to not take it seriously. But I, I think that's the issue, though. Is like if you uh-huh. play Persona games, then you're going to be kind of used to it. The problem is this game requires that you use buffs and debuffs. Mm-hmm. You can get away with playing a Persona game and never using buffs and debuffs. Uh-huh. But in this game, if you don't buff uh, and debuff, he is a bit of a different beast. Yeah, if you don't buff and debuff in this game, good luck. Good, good luck. That's all I'm going to say. Good fucking luck, my dude. You're going to need it because uh, it's about to get tough. It's about to get fucking. Mm-hmm. It's about to get fucking tough. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, I'm pretty sure Matador is basically unbeatable if you don't buff. Uh-huh. I don't think. Well, okay, he's not unbeatable, but if you want to beat him without buffing, you're going to have difficult. to grind. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I should talk about level Yeah, I should talk about this. So you know how I mentioned how uh-huh. the comment section on my old some on some of the tutorial videos always kind of makes me scratch my head. Uh huh. So on one of my Octopath videos, the level the chap I talked about this one before the chapter one the chapter two grind video. Uh-huh. Uh, that video has yeah. been getting a lot of traction, like more so now yeah. than recent than more than than usual. And the the comments have went from being I have a better idea of how how to do this to oh yeah. my god the amount of grinding I have to do what the fuck <laughs> it's pulled a one eighty CD interesting and now what's happening is is that people have found this video and then have started looking at my actual Octopath playthrough and watching me beat mm-hmm. some of these bosses and they're like I can't beat this guy like. <laughs> How the fuck? I can't beat him. How are you doing this? It's like, they're like, they're like, you're like this level. How? How did you even do that? And then they look back at my playlist and they go, okay, I know how you did it, but how did you do it? <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. I, I see that you did it, but I, How? So that's that's been like an ongoing theme. I'm gonna read one of the comments because one of the comments had right. me fucking dying. Uh-huh. Um, 
uh, here it is. The fact that there are so many videos with so many views about the best ways to grind an Octopath shows that the amount of required grinding in the game is a tiny bit of a problem. Mandatory grinding has no place in video games, full stop. This was honestly a huge turnoff from the game for me. Thanks for the method, though. Uh, and this, I don't, okay, it wasn't the same guy, but, so this, so this next comment, he actually read, he actually watched my grinding video and said the fact that there was so many videos, okay, yeah, it was the same guy, never mind, same guy, so he goes, he goes to my actual playthrough, which is the first, most people don't do that, he went to my channel, saw that I had did a playthrough of the game, and I guess he found the boss he was stuck on for Tressa's chapter two. He goes, imagine being able to beat Omar. I can't do it. This game doesn't have many flaws, but the ones it does have some bosses being un- insane. Some bosses being insanely unfair and others being really easy and way too much force grinding are really big flaws that put me off the game. Seriously, whose idea was it to have three enemies who can all deal 500 damage to everyone in the party after grinding everyone up to 28 for about 10 hours, then playing through the first chapter two only to be greeted by this monstrosity and the realization I'd have to go back out and look for some jobs, equipped Ophelia in the party, and probably do a bunch more grinding if I wanted to make any progress. I'd had enough it put the game down unfortunately it's a shame it really is because the game's oh shit this comic goes on a fucking while jesus christ Uh (laughs) yeah yeah no he wow i um that doesn't usually happen most people don't dig any further into my channel but this guy apparently Uh found my he found the he found the grinding video then found the exact part in the playthrough where he was stuck at saw me do the boss fight was like the fuck (laughs) (laughs) so how would you classify that boss in terms of difficulty Uh, he wasn't that hard i walked right Uh through him all right Honestly, huh. most of the game wasn't hard for me. The only really mm-hmm. tough bosses were only at like only a handful of the final ones for each chapter were really difficult. I think I had a couple where I died like once throughout the game. But for the most part, I cleared the majority of the game. Granted, you know, as I said before, my ending gameplay file was 95 hours. So yeah. I think we know what I spent a lot of my time doing. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any illusions here about where my time was spent. Uh-huh. Hmm. Um, yeah. Because... Do you have the data on what level you were at the time of that boss? Were you at that uh, 28 level or... Uh, I can actually, I can just scrub the video right. and I'll tell you what level I was at. Uh-huh. One sec, I'll scrub the All video right. right quick. It shouldn't be that difficult. Uh-huh. Let me just make sure the sound isn't turned. There we go. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So did I ever... I'm sure I opened my menu. Oh, I did open my menu. How about the side? No, I opened my menu at least once. <laughs> There's no way I didn't open my menu. Okay. So let's see here. What what level? Oh. Oh, no. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Okay. I know why. I know why I obliterated it. Uh-huh. Okay, so CD, I know why I am ab- I know why I obliterated this boss, uh-huh. CD. 
30-something, 40-something. <laughs> uh, okay, so Tressa's level 40. Ophelia's level uh. 42. Ulbrich uh -huh. is level 40. Hanit is level 53. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well. Woo. Mm. Woo. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, a bit, we, mm. bit different than that level 28 that the comment mentions. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, no I there. Fuck. <laughs> I forgot. I have to. Let me look at the playlist. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Let me see what order I did these in, cause I, I did one, I did each chapter two in a certain order. And I don't know if Tressa's uh -huh. was at the start of the cycle okay. or at the end of the cycle of the, all uh -huh. the chapter two. So yeah, let's that, see. That could mean okay. a big let's, difference. Yeah, let's yeah. see here. So when I started doing chapter twos, it was Therian, then Primrose, then Obrick. Then Cyrus, then Hanit. Oh, okay. okay so Tressa so, was second uh, to last. Like Tre Tressa okay. was second to last. Yeah. So there you go. We, okay. We understand. Yeah, that's, that would account for quite a few levels, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, Tressa was second to last. So I think we understand now how but I... I'd gather even without a, much grinding, you'd gain a... a one or two levels at least per chapter. Okay, well, hold on, CD. Let's look at this. Let me pull up uh, mm -hmm. Therian's chapter two. Where was I when I did his... Mm -hmm. how, what level was I when I did his chapter two? Because that's what I would uh -huh. like to know right now. Is like, was I, uh -huh. like, overpowered? How powerful was I? Mm -hmm. What was the difference between start and end? Uh, oh, shit, I gotta... Levels, I wonder. I gotta find a moment when I open my fucking menu. Uh-huh. Which shouldn't be this difficult to find. I'm up, oh, found it. I knew I opened my menu at uh -huh. some point. Uh huh. Okay, so when I when I when I was in chapter two for Therian, it was uh -huh. Therian was level twenty eight, Primrose okay, was so level twenty nine, Ophelia was okay. level twenty seven, and because Hanit cannot leave my party until I do her chapter four, because she's the first uh -huh. character I pick, she was level thirty nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's uh, quite she, a difference there. Mm -hmm. So she has to stay at my party. So she was consistent among every okay. story up until the end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, I was about the twenties for the for the majority of the team. So yeah, I was about there, right? Like yeah, so close to the thirties as that uh, comment, comment mentioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So I'm. I'd be guessing that the commenter went through a very different uh i think he had bad rng he had really yeah, bad that, RNG that probably that too but probably did very different in terms of the um order of chapter twos yeah and probably it doesn't sound like he had it doesn't sound like he collected his sub jobs either because mm -hmm. by the time I when I did all the chapter ones, I did I did three tutorial videos. That chapter one, the chapter uh -huh. two level gap, I collected all the sub jobs and I mm -hmm. showed people how to collect a fuck ton of money. And I did all that before doing and chapter two, so I had all my sub jobs unlocked mm -hmm. or all the base. Yeah, ones I was unlocked. about to say I haven't played the game yet, but I know that you could essentially get all the. Uh, all the subclass or sub jobs before really starting out with the um, 
second chapter. Yep. So yeah, you just need to well know where to go and then just collect them there. Go back to the other area, collect it there, etc. Yep. So yeah, it's yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, those uh, sub jobs, from what I know, do a big difference. They yeah, having you know messing with sub jobs can really change how uh -huh. you play the game because you can yeah. you can start mixing and matching skills pretty heavily. Uh -huh. But okay. Yeah, and that can give you a massive advantage in fights. So I wanted to kind of talk about that comment because that was the first time mm -hmm. anyone's ever like <laughs> yeah. commented on some on a tutorial video and then mm -hmm. referenced it with one of my videos and went, "Oh fuck, <laughs> this guy's insane!" <laughs> oh goodness. I wonder if the game was on sale uh, recently. If they, uh, if the views have increased, just. I don't know. Recently. Yeah, they've been going. Interesting. Yeah, it's I haven't been... really heard anything about big sales or anything special for Square recently. But well, I mean, it's possible they had a sale on the eShop or something. Yeah, it's possible. All right. Well, that's all I got, CD. Other than that, right. other than that rabbit hole of a comment. <laughs> Let me check. I haven't been. I've been playing many different games this week. I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of trying to decide on what to play uh, currently, and I'm having a bit of a trouble fine uh, uh, sticking to a game and trying it out and playing playing it for a longer time. So I'm I keep continuing to just do short Isaac runs. <laughs> <laughs> now and again and unlocking stuff there which well there is a lot to unlock <laughs> and i've just recently managed to uh beat all the different uh, bosses in a certain area and i tried getting a specific uh and uh air run area to unlock but even though I did, I did what it's supposed, what I am supposed to do. From what I know, it didn't spawn the exit door to that area. Interestingly, so oh. I don't know if that's because that level generated uh, too many doors in the starting area already, or if it just, or if I'm still missing something. I'm not quite sure. Ah, oh. but there are different uh ways to go about in the game like uh you unlock different types of areas over time and then there is a way to go through the game after you beat a certain boss but uh, but that boss area doesn't have an exit door usually so you have to have a warp item Huh. available at that point which at that time i had but when i went to the starting uh room no additional door was there so i couldn't go where i was supposed to all right one sec so i'm gonna probably try that again
Sorry about that. Massive crash in the kitchen. I had to go see what happened. Ah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, well, I didn't hear you make any noise, so I assumed you didn't hurt yourself. So, Well, either that or it was just a plop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just flat out. Okay, but yeah. So, uh... Short Isaac runs, boss room with no exit, need an escape item. Uh, yeah, and when I did the escape item and went back to the starting room of that level, I couldn't see the additional door, or at least it just wasn't there. So, I'm well, that run was a bust. Oof. I'm going to have to try that one again at some point. Besides that, um, I continued a bit with the Rise Horizon Zero Dawn with the New Game Plus. But that was mainly it for games. Um, I, tr I did a bit of programming for my uh, collection software for the next ver big uh, version. It's going to be an overhaul of the whole interface. But that's going to take a while. <laughs> <laughs> got it mm, I'm still trying out some stuff there and using new uh, things trying out a bit of variations instead of just opening an edit window for the entries I want to display more information there and having it able to edit certain areas directly instead of just everything which might make it a bit more user friendly. I'd say so. We'll see. Yeah. So, uh, CD, mm -hmm. I'm gonna do things a little out of order today. Not too out of order, right. but a little out of order. Just a uh -huh. tiny, tiny little, a tiny bit out of order. CD, we're gonna we're gonna shake it up uh -huh. a little bit. We're, right. gonna, we're gonna talk about sales numbers. Uh huh. We're talk about some sales numbers. So Capcom. Yeah. Had a sales update. Monster Hunter World Iceborne at 7.7 million copies. Mm -hmm. Resident Evil and that's 7. That's got the expansion. Yeah, I about to say. Let me, let me reiterate. Iceborne is the paid expansion. Yeah. And Resident Evil 7 Biohazard is at 9 million mm -hmm. units. That's a lot. Jesus Christ, yeah. man. Holy shit. Uh-huh. Holy. These numbers are uh, current from end of March. And the last update before that was end of last year, so December 31. So both Iceborne and Resident Evil 7 had another 500,000 units sold since then, which is a nice increase. Yeah, and apparently Rise is doing really well, too. I haven't uh -huh. seen... At least as far as I can tell, it seems like it's been it seems like it's being taken pretty well amongst the community. People seem to really dig mm -hmm. rise. We haven't. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we haven't seen the sales. Four point eight million. Oh wow! Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, and everyone, everyone's like, just on the number. It's on the switch. Oh, yeah. it's not gonna do as well. I mean, really? You sure? Yeah. Really? Okay. Have shipped around six million units. So 
yeah, since that's a number from end of March, they probably somewhere uh, between the five and the six now, which oh, is wow. um, yeah, I'd yeah. say a decent start. That's a good start. Get that. You get those. Uh-huh. Get those units, man. Jesus Christ. Capcom, <laughs> look at you! You're just knocking these games out lately. Mm-hmm. All we got to do now, Capcom, is just you know. Just keep it up. You know, Capcom, just stick to just doing fucking Resident Evil and Monster Hunter. You'll probably be super successful that way. They seem to be <laughs> a handful of things mm-hmm. you guys can push out that doesn't, you know, piss everybody off. Usually. <laughs> usually. usually. There was... Hey, man, I remember, man, there was a long period of time when Capcom was, like, hitting these L's. They were, they were hand, they're being handed L's constantly, man. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 5 to Resident Evil 6? Ugh. Yeah, although 6 uh, sold yeah. quite well. Yeah, I... Yeah. Although, Man. obviously not as well as it uh, needed to, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, but I always I always sort of assume that, like, the numbers that they... Pr- the numbers that they want are, like, over the top. Like, they, they, I'm like, I'm, I highly doubt they took a loss on 6. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I don't. I don't. I. I think. I think maybe I mean, they wanted to make more on it, but I don't think that they yeah. lost money. Like, you know what I mean? I like, don't think so because uh, they did sell seven point eight million of that in the original generation, and then another uh, around two point three for uh, current gen. Oh, well, shit. Which is yeah, that's definitely decent. I mean. They did have a big budget, for, bigger budget for that in comparison, but I'd say they didn't lose money for on that. No, I would be. It was just uh, the bigger problem was kind of them uh, going into a direction that w- isn't really sustainable in the long run, and is a bit of a too much of a departure for Resident Evil, I'd say. Just a which is why they went back to the to the old ways, more like with uh, seven. Right, except yeah, so I can see that. That's mm-hmm. and it definitely paid off. <laughs> Although I will give Resident Evil Seven some credit; they reference Resident Evil Five. An mm-hmm. enemy, an enemy calls Chris Chris Redfield a boulder punching asshole. <laughs> and if you're familiar <laughs> with the meme of Resident Evil 5, you know that one of his most well-known moments in that game is him punching a boulder. <laughs> and I wish I wish I could say that's like a joke, but it's not. Mm-hmm. If you if you don't believe me, go on YouTube and type in Resident Evil 5 Chris Redfield punching a boulder and you will see it for yourself. <laughs> And some mm-hmm. and an enemy in the game calls Chris Redfield that boulder punching asshole. <laughs> meaning, uh. meaning, CD, that this one mm-hmm. isolated incident in Resident Evil Five made like headlines. Large man oh, I mean, punches boulder. I mean, duh. <laughs> this this isolated incident of of Chris Redfield punching a boulder was big enough for the news and got the attention of the world the video of him punching a boulder was apparently a very big deal and i I mean in the resident evil world this was probably a very famous meme video (laughs) on evil tube or something 
Evil tube. <laughs> umbrella tube. Hmm. So. Well, that, yeah. Yeah, I could I could see Umbrella <laughs> creating a social network. Umbrella tube, you know mm. what I mean? I could see that. That doesn't, Definitely. That doesn't seem like out of character. I could see that. Mm. That's evil corporations doing that shit? Yeah, I could see that. Mm. Okay. Um... Oh God, have I have I uh I probably talked about like why I'm never gonna go back to WoW Classic, right? Like I just can't. Um, like, just WoW in general, like WoW in general, not even like WoW Classic. Mm-hmm. Although that's a problem in and of itself. Mm-hmm. I just man, I don't know, man. WoW just it lacks a hook. I think that's my problem. Yeah. Is a lot of the game oh, just yeah. doesn't hook me like it used to. Fourteen mm-hmm. hooks me way more these days. Um, but wow, mm-hmm. just I don't know, man. Once I hit max level, I'm just like, well, that's all there is. Mm-hmm. I think I think yeah, a lot of it is I don't days. have I don't have a lot of interest in raiding. You know what I mean? Like if you uh-huh. don't if you don't like raid content, then you don't want mm-hmm. you don't have time yeah. to raid content. Then what else is really left for the game? Right? Yeah. Like it's all you got. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I'm not much of an MMO player myself, so. <sighs> Oh, oh, I see why you... Okay. Prog- prog- uh-huh. uh, okay, but... Mm. Yeah. Okay, we doing that, huh? Uh, okay. Uh-huh. All right. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. We go in there. So, you, everybody, you probably are very familiar that Blizzard has a habit. Uh, not, not a good habit, but a habit. <laughs> of, 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 of making problems for themselves. Uh, fucking up success. But then announcing a detail about a character or something in their franchises that's yeah. uh, quote unquote progressive in order Soldier to. Soldier 76 comes to mind. Soldier 76, uh, Tracer. Mm. Tracer being yay, that was also a big one. That was. that Was, was a... that. For, was... Was that set for Tracer? I'm not sure. Yeah, that was that, that was for Tracer. Was, Tracer did have a controversy, which I know because of her uh, victory uh, pose. But... Yeah, yeah. Tracer's booty caused quite mm-hmm. a bit of. Yeah. Tracer's booty caused quite a bit of stir. So okay, and not in the way that you'd think. Yeah, not not in the. Yeah. Although who knows? Not not <laughs> not in the Resident Evil tall lady. I wish she'd step on me kind of way. <laughs> God, you know, CD. Like I love I mm-hmm. love gaming. I really do, CD. I adore <laughs> gaming, but God mm-hmm. damn, this community is fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. And Capcom is certainly. Uh counting on that as so can see i'm gonna i'm gonna just i'm just gonna read this tweet yeah. Ver- verbatim mm-hmm. cd just verbatim blizzard we've lost five million monthly active users in a time when everyone was locked down in their homes what can we do to reverse this blizzard chromie is trans hashtag, hashtag diversity. diversity hashtag inclusion hashtag white saviors God, what blizzard <laughs> guys like like you don't have to do guys look this is at i honestly think this is actively as bad as like jk rowling just deciding to make characters gay mm-hmm. and never including it in the movies like this is somehow actively as bad like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like like 
this is somehow either as bad, if not worse. And that's like, why? Like, what? Like, this isn't going to make people actually, does it? Did it make people come back to World of Warcraft? Please tell me it didn't. Please tell me it didn't. Like, I, I, I want to believe it didn't so, work. But, <laughs> I yeah. want to believe it didn't work, CD, please. Yeah. Like, but you, but you understand my fear. You <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely. <laughs> I'd say it's uh, definitely not a long-term uh, successful tactic. It might, it might cause a slight spike in the short term because it obviously targets a certain demographic, but. But like these, I don't think uh, it's definitely not a success uh, strategy in the long run. I'd say, yeah, like it can't be. There's no way. There's no way, CD. It can't. I just. Yeah, it's really more slacktivism than anything. (sighs) Why bother? Like, because it's easy to do. (sighs) Because it's just. Yeah. It's just the easiest thing for them to do. Like, uh, take a character that they haven't fleshed out yet, or they haven't had specific details for, and then say, okay, yep, let's go with that character. Roll the dice, or something like that. Oh, you, oh right, right. Uh, throw throw the dart at the... Uh... At the yeah. slack at the slack so the board. At the diversity, <laughs> yeah, at diversity uh dartboard. The diver- diversity whiteboard or something. Although, yeah, uh, probably not whiteboard. Uh yeah, it can't uh, be a whiteboard. Board of color. Too. Board of right, color. Right. It can't it can't be a whiteboard. <laughs> yeah. That's that would just that bad. would no. yeah, that mm-hmm. would not mm-hmm. no. You can't do that. No, it has to be a board of color. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this so much, CD. I really do. I hate this so much. God, this is actually like the worst. This really is the worst. Like, you know what? What's bad is that like this is basically just a meme at this point. It's not mm-hmm. even like I would love to be like that guy in the office when they do this, like. <laughs> Like you know what I mean? Like when it when when the word mm-hmm. comes from on high on the mountaintop, we have know? to do something about this user loss. What shall we do? Mm-hmm. Well, we could. We I could, wonder we how could... they decide this if they are in a meeting of the whole team it's, and then just. It's that meme uh, of it's that meme of like we're mm-hmm. loot where we've lost over five million yeah. monthly sub- monthly followers despite uh despite people being stuck at home. What do we do? We could fix the game circuits thrown out the fucking window. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <sighs> we could actually work on the game. Absolutely not. We could claim a character's LGBT, sir. Fantastic. No sense to spend. <laughs> you get a raise. No sense to no sense in spending more money than necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll that'll bring the that'll bring the users back. In no time. Mm-hmm. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, in no t- in no time for no time. Yeah, no one's no one's coming. No one's coming back. Like even uh, friends of mine who play this for five minutes and gone again. Yeah, even people I know who play like Blizzard's always had this issue of like they don't have enough content. Like the game comes out and it keeps players relatively busy for maybe about three uh-huh. four months, 
And then the next content drop that isn't like a full blown expand. The next content drop isn't for like six months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like patch content. Meanwhile, like games like fourteen yeah. are putting out like brand new extra con- brand new content for you to do every like three months or two months, depending on what their schedule. Like a pretty good. Is. So it's like Play. it's and like the thing is, I talked to so many people who play wow and like quit like every mm-hmm. like three months because there's nothing to do and i'm like do you think mm-hmm. that blizzard just doesn't think that people are going to get through the content that fast and they're like no there's no way you don't do this many expansions and not understand your user base <laughs> yeah. like that's not a thing right you mm-hmm. they, they've been in the market for doing this game for well over a deck for like two decades well almost two decades um by this point, you gotta know what your user base is. You know what I mean? There's no way that you yeah. went. There's no way you, you don't know. Like, oh hey, mm-hmm. our user base is a bunch of insane fucking people who clear all this content and get through the raid content in roughly around four to five months after mm-hmm. launch. Cool. Yeah. Like, Blizzard. I think- it's uh, it's largely a problem of uh, how would you call it? Just just the process is just too rigid. They they're not flexible enough to maybe think of new ways to do the content. So they are just set in their ways too much. So it happens again and again and again, and they just don't see a way out of it. So it happens, it happens, it happens, and doesn't really improve. Yeah. Maybe they don't have enough staff, which would surprise me, honestly. It's probably just their their way of developing is just too set. And they probably would need to really reinvent themselves in a way. And I can't even say, like, the community is that different. Like it's not mm-hmm. even like the community and like the, the hardcore players are all that different. Mm. Like players in fourteen complete content incredibly fast. You've heard about like these games having like world firsts within like a day of the new content launching. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not new. This is yeah. This is fairly standard shit. So um, yeah, obvi- I mean, I can I can say about for example Path of Exile when a new se- season starts. And I play for a while, and I I always in the when the messages come up like uh, character X has reached level so and so in delving, which is like you go down uh, mine shafts and have to you have to beat enemies and follow a minecart and all, and the levels that are shown go into the thousands oh. early on already. So it's an extreme progress there. Huh. <laughs> so yeah, uh, something like that is... Uh, yeah, people that have been in games uh, for some time, yeah, they always go massively in with new content and all. Yeah, I just I'm just more surprised that Blizzard hasn't caught on that's the thing that gets Mm. me 
like I understand business is different, but I don't feel like mm-hmm. you. I don't feel like you need to have like a master's degree and like thirty years in business to not to not yeah. understand fucking trends. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like if you put your hand on a hot plate. And mm-hmm. then burn the skin off your hand, CD. I don't think you need to go to mm-hmm. college for eight fucking years to deduce yeah, that sure putting you your hand on a hot plate again is mm-hmm. going to hurt. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think I think a big problem there might be that the hand that gets burned by the hot plate is a different one every time. Oh, because in between. <laughs> Each expansion, you have that much uh, switching of staff so that a lot of those that see, saw the problems are gone <laughs> by the time the ne- next expansion is out, would be my guess by now. They, they've, all, they've all fucked off and left, which wouldn't, mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise me. I, actually, that yeah. doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, given that the so many big names have left Blizzard over the year, over the last few years, I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if don't... the lower staff ev- has even bigger turnover. It's like when you don't, when you can't keep staff around mm-hmm. for you know, when you have staff that are just constantly like a revolving door, it's like you can't be on the same yeah. page. And yeah, and if you you're losing, if you're losing like directors. If you're losing like mm-hmm. directors and that's people uh, on the higher up, so one director might have a vision, mm-hmm. and then the next director yeah. comes in and he's like, "You know what's popular these days, guys? Pokemon. So let's put in a Pokemon-ish <laughs> mini game in our MMO." This actually happened in World of Warcraft. Not yeah. fucking joking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and a then a few uh, expansions ago, mm-hmm. and then like the next guy comes in, and he goes, "Hey guys, do you know what people really like? Huh? Sims. So we're gonna put." A base building sim in our MMO also <laughs> actually happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't would... that? Uh, was that before Battle for Azeroth? Uh... Yeah, that was before Battle for Azeroth. Yeah, Battle for Azeroth. That one also had Battle something else. Battle for As Battle for Azeroth. I can actually tell you what that one was. Hey guys, uh-huh. do you guys, do you guys, you guys, you guys know what the industry really likes these days? Timers. Uh. They like timers. They like they like timers in their video games. So we're gonna put mm-hmm. as many time gated FOMO pieces of bullshit in our video games uh. as possible. Uh, great. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <sighs> hey man, I didn't I didn't say it was good. Never said uh-huh. it was good. <laughs> I I wasn't gonna lie to you. I told you the truth. Uh. So, uh, speaking of people who probably have no idea what the fuck they're getting themselves into, uh-huh. uh, Netflix, Netflix wants ne- <laughs> yeah, and fucking fucking Netflix. Netflix wants to hire execs for expansion into gaming. Okay, look, I get it. Gaming is a multi-billion-dollar thing. All right. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Right. We've seen Amazon try to get mm-hmm. into gaming, and we've seen how well that's gone. Uh huh. Uh, here's a spoiler: not very good. Uh, yeah. Not very well. It's. Uh, oof. I've, I've seen I've seen more success out of an active train wreck. Um. 
sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so their goal is they want to expand into game into the gaming sphere. I I could tell you exactly. I I doubt this is going to go well. I don't. They 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 they've said that they according to the report the streaming giant has spoken to veteran game industry execs although it doesn't name these individuals yeah for obvious fucking reasons because mm-hmm. uh, they're executives and you know they're not gonna out them fucking selves that'd be fucking dumb yeah this won't be the first time Netflix has made inroads into gaming it collaborated with Bonus XP on 2019 Stranger Things three the game. But it would be a major leap for the company. I mean, look, at this point, I'm not surprised that another company wants to get a piece of that gaming pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we know how I, I'm like 98% sure this goes terrible. Netflix has enough problems for itself, let alone them trying to get into gaming as it is. So, I mean... Mm-hmm. Be my guest, yeah. Yeah, I mean, at worst, we're gonna have more to report on this show about it. Yeah, at worst, <laughs> at worst, you fuck it up and turn into another Amazon. No, I take that back. At worst, you create another Marvel's Avengers, mm-hmm. another train wreck of a video game or something like that. Which I mean, yeah. news is either Marvel's Avengers or something like uh, that new world MMO that Amazon is doing. Oh, goodness, because you know what better way to do this than uh, fucking <laughs> gating everything? Might as well, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. So there was something on here I didn't know on this on TechRaptor. Huh? I'm gonna cover this as well. So, you ever heard of a cartoon? I guess it's technically an anime called Metabots. Mm-hmm. Did you ever heard of it? You, okay, you've ever heard of it? Yeah. Uh, I've seen it. But synops- but... Synopsis is kids with robots that you can customize their, their parts. And they have, like, little metals they go that go onto them that kind of change how the robots work. Or, like, their mm-hmm. personalities. It's pretty fun. And then there's been some GBA games. Um, and I think mm-hmm. they mostly GBA games that came out back during that generation that kind of played on that. They were really, they're really fun games, by the way. I have one of them. Actually, the main reason I love that game so much is that the game has the entirety of the opening theme song to the show uncompressed on the cart or like huh. minimally That's compressed. Neat. It sounds fucking fantastic. It's so crazy because yeah. the GBA usually does not do sound very well. If you've ever listened to mm-hmm. a GBA game, it does not sound great. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, which is a problem with a lot of the SNES ports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, there was a Metabots classic Switch port that was going to be happening, and apparent and allegedly it is illegally using the MGBA emulator. Oh, oof! Uh, <laughs> That's uh. Hmm. uh uh, okay, what is Metabots Classic Plus, and how is it allegedly illegally using MGBA? Well, it is an upcoming collection of eight Metabots of eight Metabots games, uh, spanning from the Game Boy to the GBA. According to Indrift, the creator of the GBA Advanced, uh, the Game Boy Advanced emulator MGBA, said. Collection uses code from their emulator, but fails to credit them anywhere, even in the open source disclosure. As Indrift points out, 
This Not. would mean Nintendo is shipping a pirated emulator in its third-party title. As evidence, Endrift points to the fact that the title contains strings matching settings settings name unique to MGBA. Hmm, hmm. Uh, in a follow-up tweet, Endrift says they've contacted Nintendo of America and the Electronic Frontier Foundation, sending what they call a moderately alarming-sounding nasty-gram to <laughs> Nintendo with the subject line pirated software on Nintendo eShop. A user asked Indrift if Imagineer and Nintendo have to release the modified source, to which Indrift replies they do, but things built on top of it are fair game for closed source. Uh, yeah. So, uh... That's a thing. Can't say um can't say I ever imagined this. Um Yeah, so uh there you go. Game companies it, not using open source correctly in use at eleven. <laughs> like how do you like I don't understand how you like what do companies think open source means? Yeah. Like uh, that's that's the thing. You yeah. can you can Google what open source means. Like this yeah. isn't a, this isn't a high level. You know what? Fuck you. I'm a lo- open source. I'll just type. I mean, the the problem is you have to look at the uh, the licenses uh, under which the project is published, and usually your uh, the uh, repositories where you can get them. Mm-hmm plainly display what you have to do if you want to use that software on your own so it does usually show you have to attribute where uh for example you're using this uh program in your program then you have to mention that somewhere or if you use uh if you change things and publish that then you have to publish those changes stuff like that Uh, the article there are some Oh, more sorry. restrictive ones and less restrictive ones. It the art, depends. But the article, obviously uh, requires changes to be published. The, the article does end with, naturally, this doesn't look good for Nintendo, although as a platform operator, they're not directly responsible for the situation. Until mm-hmm. slash unless they receive a DMCA notice. Nevertheless, Nintendo absolutely won't want pirated software on the eShop. Yeah. So if Imagineer doesn't correct the problem, it's hard to imagine relations between the two companies being unaffected. As for MGBA, if Imagineer has pirated the software, then Indrift will likely be hoping for credit at the very least. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. You know, I'm, I'm happy I didn't. I'm happy I scrolled through the stories on uh, TechRaptor. That was actually <laughs> worth the effort. That was, that was actually... That was actually... Uh, uh, worth the effort. Uh, and before we go on to the next, before, we go, before I go back to one of the stories, uh, news at eleven. Uh, GTA uh, Five is coming out on now, on now current gen consoles. As if none of us saw that shit uh, coming. Yeah. yeah, that was announced a while ago, I think. But yeah, God, bruh, bro, like, why would you ever make another video game at that point? <laughs> like, no, for real. Like, if you you they have re released GTA Five. They've it was on 360 and PS3. They brought the PS4. They brought the PC. Now they're bringing it to this shit, nephew. This mm-hmm. is bait. This is this. This literally is like uh, Half Life or what 
fucking game is on everything. <laughs> Shit, I can't. I can't think of Doom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's basically Doom. It's on everything. Not quite. Not quite as much as Doom, but it's yeah, it's their uh, version. It's of... Skyrim. Yeah, we bring it. Yeah, Skyrim is uh, be- I think yeah, Skyrim is the best comparison. It's Skyrim. It's it's yeah. It's they're definitely gonna port this to everything that's coming out as long as the hardware can support it. I think the Switch will get at most a cloud version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean. I'm not surprised that they're doing this. They uh, they are taking quite a while with their next game release. So well, this is a good uh, way to put in a bit of effort, but get quite a bit out of it as well. I hope. I, and, uh, and you know it. Especially you know with it's... GTA Online, they're making wads of cash with that. God, you know people are going to buy all this shit all over again, too. That's what mm-hmm. annoys me so oh, yeah. much. Oh, yeah. God. Although I, th- I think it, I'm not sure if it uh, says, but it might be a uh, free upgrade for PS5 uh, users that have the original, maybe. Hmm. Right. that's I mean, that would probably be the be a good way to get people to use the current version and then go into GTA Online. Which I think you get three months uh, for free if you have PS Plus huh? for the PS5. Which is a good way to hook people into GTA Online. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Mm. Uh, what else do I have here? One sec. I saw... I'm, I'm going through some of these because I'm going to... Uh... Uh-huh. One sec. Well, anything else that caught my eye? I don't think there was. Mostly a lot of rehashing of shit I've already seen. Or shit that people have already covered way better than I could ever do it. Thanks, Young. Yeah. Thank you for that. Appreciate, appreciate the effort. Always nice. Um, nah. So, and, uh, and hey, this franchise might be coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, news. Uh, Time Splitters is returning. Not Deep Silver is working on that. Yeah, so that's that could be that could be pretty cool. I I might be interested yeah. in that. Um, yeah. certainly won't be certainly be something I keep my eye on. And what's funny is underneath this tweet, if I scroll down a bit, there's actually something that uh makes me giggle. Uh, NVIDIA has announced that all newly manufactured 3080, 3070, and 3060 Ti cards will receive a reduced ETH hash rate, making them less useful to crypto Ah, miners. Okay, Mm -hmm. NVIDIA, listen, guys. Oh, Mm -hmm. God. That, no, that's not going to fix anything. I mean, it might help. It's not going to make things worse, certainly. It would depend. It would depend because here's the thing. Last time they tried this, mm-hmm. a la- the last time they said this, all they did was make it less effective for mining Ethereum. But every other cryptocurrency you could mine with it at the maximum throughput. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they 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 kind of turned their brains off for that one. Gonna be honest, not the brightest I idea. Mean, you can't always ju- you can't always uh, limit 
things without affecting other things negatively so they probably had to limit it to that at first i will probably the different ways of how they do it can't imagine the stock for these cards is going to be if they do push out more cards that we're going to be seeing that much better stock honestly these cards these cards are unobtainium yeah they are they're gonna take a it's gonna take a while until things go back to normal certainly but that's also because the the supply for the cards uh needs uh, certain chips and those are in short supply as well so it's it's a bit of a different thing uh than with the ps5 because that's that has a bigger problem in terms of that so they always already said that the shortages might uh, last until next year or well into next year. Yeah, depending. I'm not. I'm but, not planning. I'm not thinking I'm ever going to get one until 2023. Honestly, eh, I honestly, yeah, honestly, that's where I stand. Which sucks, mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah, that, that is what it is. I'm not. I'm not going to pay you more yeah. than what it's worth. Fuck that noise. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah no. Fuck. Fuck that noise. I, I'm keeping. I definitely it. hope they improve the supply of the RTX cards. Although I kind of have to wonder what devs' Something. feelings on this is, because like, why would you want to? Like, you wouldn't want to release a big title to a platform that, like, I mean the. The platform is still selling well. Uh, the thing is, we don't know how many units are actually in gamers' hands. <laughs> That's the problem. And you can't really say, no, we're just going to wait until we release this. At this, at least certainly for the existing uh, projects. If If someone is doing a new project, yeah, that's... Uh, Certainly gonna be a, a bit of a problem if you go exclusive. Yeah, I would. That's, that's yeah. gonna be limited to certain bigger uh, publishers. Yeah, the smaller ones are definitely gonna go multi-gen. Yeah, you're not gonna be very uh, interested in going and going mm-hmm. uh, exclusive. Yeah. That would be. Yeah. Only only publishers like Square can afford that with their uh, upgraded uh, remake version of uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, <laughs> for example. And that even that's uh, only going to be a limited time exclusive. That's def- I'm, I'd say after half a year or so, that's definitely going to Xbox as well, and maybe even to PC, which would be good. I I I I would be surprised if it didn't end up on PC. Yeah, although that's probably gonna be a uh, epic exclusive at first as well. Oh God! <laughs> on PC, hey, as things have been going these recently, uh, see Kingdom Hearts. Oh, you know what? Before we go on to the last mm-hmm. bit, I did you know uh, I was um, so there's been this huge thing about Pokemon cards right now. You probably saw the video. Of oh, it, of them I like seen the video completely, but of them I've like rushing It's uh-huh, rushing into the store. Yeah, I've known that much, but I don't know if anything else happened there. Uh, what I do know now is that this is universal. It's become a pretty universal thing. Every single I went mm-hmm. to a Target and a Walmart today, and they all have signs in the door saying that they are no longer going to be carrying Yu-Gi-Oh Pokemon or uh, <laughs> sports cards. 
at all uh-huh. till further notice. They're just not going to carry them. I'm like, that's uh, that's pretty bad. I'm like, fucking <laughs> oof. That's tough. Yeah. God uh-huh. damn. All right. Uh-huh. Take a stand, baby. Take a stand. Uh-huh. Damn. <laughs> They're just like, no, we're just not carrying them. We're just not going to carry the product. I think ma- magic cards yeah. are still being carried, surprisingly. But mm-hmm. I think they're still carrying those, but they're not carrying anything else. Everything else, they're just like, nope, we're not carrying this. We're not carrying this. We're not going to carry this anymore. We're just not selling them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh kind God. of understandable, yeah. given that problem. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you? It's not really good press to have people getting trampled. Them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's enough that, that if that happens once a year on Black Friday... Don't need that. Uh, in yeah, a I think we can all do without the story of hearing about some 60-year-old getting trampled trying to get mm-hmm. into a fucking local big box store to get a TV. Yeah. Just just saying. Welcome uh-huh. to a, welcome to America, kiddos. We're fucking, ru- <laughs> we're fucking ruthless out here, man. I, here's the thing. Is Black Friday a thing in um, other countries? Or is that like exclusively an American thing? Not that much, I think. I mean, it's uh, it's become a tradition in terms of um, Amazon and all, but right. I'm talking it, like like a store like that. Like the holiday the one... itself is definitely uh, an American tradition. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing that's uh, been ever as big over here. I didn't think so. And it probably, prob- some countries probably have it in a in some ways, but it's probably by far not as big as in America. Yeah, good. Uh-huh. Fucking yeah, fucking good. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. Don't follow us oh, on this okay. one, fellas. Just don't mm-hmm. fucking do it. Yeah. All right, CD. It's usually only online stuff. Usually. All right. All right, see. So tell me about this old ass 1980s video game. Yeah. Well, it's our next uh, one in the 1001 games list. This one's called Warlords. Came out in 1980 originally on the arcades. This one is um, definitely not as big as some of the other titles that we've. Uh, talked about and this one has the uh, specialty that it's a uh, competitive game it's strictly multiplayer up to four up to four players even in the it has two different versions out Uh, the four player one is a uh, cocktail uh, version where you have the uh, display on a sort of a table where, where you look into it and it works like this uh, each player is on one of the corners you have a sort of walls that are uh, castle walls and inside there you have your warlord which is you mm-hmm. and in in between the area in there's at the start one fireball that's going around like in sort of like a um uh sort of, yeah, sort of like we're in pong where you have 
the ball. In this one, it's a fireball, and each player has a shield which with which you can catch the uh, fireball and return it or just lob it in a, another direction. And you have to time it with uh, pressing a button. Ah, and got it. This one? Yeah. And this also has a bit of a different control of version it has a uh, spinner instead of uh, a joystick or something like that huh which makes the control a bit uh, more fluid because which works well with this type of uh layout i'd say yeah i'd say so mm-hmm. one set let me pull and... up a better picture of this arcade cabinet uh-huh yeah, the uh, the second page that I linked uh, in the show notes does have several pictures in there. Huh. Two different ones for the cocktail version as well, and one of them seems decent enough. Oh, okay, yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. I mean, there's always a benefit and to having these type of games, man. You get four times as many uh, as many quarters, man. Yeah, in theory. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's that's four Hello. times the quarters. Provide mm-hmm. you get provide yeah. provide on average you get four people playing at the same time. Shit, man. Mm-hmm. Get that yeah. money. Yeah. Although the problem is, of course, this takes up more space because it's not as uh... compact. Yeah, it's not as compact, and you have to place it in a certain way. You can't really put as many just side-by-side, like uh, with a row of regular cabinets. Yeah, I feel... That's that's why they made a special version for two players. Yeah, this thing seems especially big in its cocktail form. This seems like something like... Uh It seems like you'd put this somewhere where you'd have a pool table. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's not quite as big as a pool table, obviously, but similar, probably. A yeah, I wouldn't... Not yeah, quite as long, but yeah. You'd have to put this somewhere with a plenty of space. Cause you just you can't you couldn't put mm-hmm. this. Because with yeah, the way the game is situated, you can't... Two players on both sides. Yeah, you can't have this up against a fucking wall. Yeah. Well, on one side, yeah, yeah. you could. but On the long end, you could. You could have one. that up against the wall. But you couldn't yeah. have like the actual one of uh, the ends. Yeah, yeah, the ends you could do, but like the actual mm-hmm. width side you couldn't do because you know people yeah, have to play the game. Definitely could not put this in a corner. No. Huh. Yeah, I so wouldn't imagine. Ma- you could you could put them in a row, but that would cause a bit of a trouble if you have to uh for people that have to go on each side so you'd have to like uh go go the far way and then to the other side so, so you'd have to usually make a have a bit of a gap between two of them so this game was also on the uh Atari 2600 as i see here apparently yes. i guess it was in a uh, one of those uh 26 and 1 23 video game packages mhm Huh. Yeah, it was at some point that yeah, it's uh, pretty obviously the inferior version, the twenty six hundred one, in terms of performance, especially once you uh, get to the later parts where there are multiple fireballs on the screen and you have to 
be careful to to have them uh, to catch them and re uh, lob them back. I'm sure by I'm sure by I'm sure that mm-hmm. uh, people I'm sure they're I'm sure gamers back then had their expectations well in check compared to the <laughs> I'm sure nobody I'm sure nobody would ever buy an Atari game oh, thinking no. it was going to be like the uh, arcade version. Nobody would. Uh, do that, I'm right? sure. Not I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm sure this would mm-hmm. never cause like a video game industry crash or anything like that. No, ah. Could uh, never, nah. could never actually happen. That's impossible, really. Uh, and certainly not this game, because as uh, we can tell by the amount of platforms this is on, this was not a massive runaway success. It was successful. Uh, it was considered a success, but well, according to the production numbers, uh, around a, th- a little bit more than a thousand of the cabinets and 1,250 of the cocktail versions, the four-player versions, were made, which is... That's surprisingly well, low. Well below, yeah, which is well below uh, the really popular ones. <laughs> yeah, like, like, fuck, man, it, like, fuck, man, like, Pac-Man put out, like, mm. like, multitudes more. He, oh but, yeah, I mean, I mean, of course, ter- Pac-Man is yeah. an extreme example. Yeah, that's on the opposite side of the spectrum, but, yeah. but still, like a thousand, mm-hmm. only a thousand. Jesus, they really did not move that many of these damn things, did they? Yeah, I wonder. I, mean, I wonder with the why version, I think this was basically think... just breakout. So I'm surprised this didn't do well. It's it's kind of a combo between Pong and Breakout. Yeah. I mean, it's Some, basic enough. Like I feel like this would, I feel yeah. like this would do well enough just because of you know anybody mm-hmm. could play it, right? Like this isn't. Yeah, I'd say a big hindrance to that was that the four-player version was the only one available at the start, and that one certainly, as we said, the space uh, problem was the hindrance there. I'd say. All right. And when they made the cabinet version later on, that was probably too late oh, to yeah. really make up for that uh, time. Yeah, but by the time by the time the smaller one came out, people were already moving mm-hmm. on to whatever the next big uh, big thing yeah. was. More than likely, I can't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was about to say like this is basically just a mixture between a two things. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm. Pong and Breakout, that's a fairly easy yeah. thing. Like, that's not a very mm-hmm. complex concept. Yeah, definitely. It's an easy concept, and for up to four players, or in the cabinet version, even two players, that's, um, yeah. This, this... I can see that being uh, successful. But if they, may, if they had made the two-player version <gasps> first, or directly... Maybe that would have been much better. So I realized that this was actually part of something that I own. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Uh, it's uh, in night in the nineteen ninety nine working designs. In nineteen ninety nine, working designs included an eight player remake of Warlords as an Easter egg on the making of ah, disc of Lunar Silver Star yeah. Story Complete. I remember mm. playing this too. Oh. 
I uh-huh. I did not know it was exactly this game, but no, I actually do have the making of disc. Uh uh-huh. It's actually yeah, really nice. really really good watch, by the way. Um they talk about all sorts of cool stuff. Uh about like how they you know, how they had to bring yeah. this game, how they brought this game, how they brought that game over and uh man, I, I uh-huh. hate that working designs is gone because that means we will never have that localization of the game ever again. <laughs> that no, for yeah. real, that localization that is that's gone. A bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Working Designs localization was pretty good. I still I have fondness for that localization. The closest I think we'll ever get is maybe XC, but XC was yeah, it's all right. wasn't It wasn't my uh, uh, cup of tea. I'm not sure if you're in the major majority of thinking that uh, positively about Working Designs. Uh, I'm not quite sure on that. Uh, uh, you know what? You know what? It's the acquired taste. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. Because from what I've uh, heard, there's uh, someone made an unworking designs version of uh, Oh, yeah. Games. Um, yeah. And it's uh, for good reasons. Oh, yeah. No, they're, I'm actually, I actually have that one on my emulation box. Because uh, uh-huh. uh, working designs did a lot more than just localize the game. They mm-hmm. fucked with the way the game worked, so the game is actually mm-hmm. substantially harder in mm-hmm. the American version of the game. It's actually, like, really ridiculous just how much they fucked with the game to <laughs> to bring it here. So, yeah. yeah. Um, my love of working designs is very conditional. <laughs> very, very very conditional uh incredibly conditional i think i should say uh yeah they they were not they were not per they ah uh, man that, that game that is that they ooh, they really uh they did a number i'm bringing that to america man that game is tough uh, that's what you get when you use a, that's what you get when you use a variable equation to decide difficulty man Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. That game does not have set stats for bosses. It's all equations. It's all um, formulas based on Alec, based yeah. on the main character stats throughout the game. So, you know, have Wait, fun. So they, so the original had a set, and they changed that to a formula. Yes. Oh. Why would you as, do that? As far as I can tell, I can't find any proof otherwise, because uh-huh. the the original Japanese version was is substantially easier easier because I've played mm-hmm. the translated version of the game, mm-hmm. and it's substantially easier. Like we're not just talking like oh bosses have better. We're not talking like oh bosses have slightly better. I mean I'm talking like bosses just aren't assholes, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like you're not getting, <laughs> you're not getting the shit. You're not getting stomped out for just thinking you can try it. Um, mm-hmm. They went with a, they went with an equation or like a f- formula to figure out that that calculated the boss's stats, and that was entirely Oof. with the variables built entirely being based off of the main character's stats. <sighs> so yeah. 
it was supposed to be to keep the game consistently diff- keep the game consistently challenging mm-hmm. no matter mm-hmm. when but it leads to this weird thing to where like you can slight you can oh, you can level up just a little too much and now the game is basically impossible Ugh, that's just great yeah so um, so they were Bethesda before Bethesda yeah but like <laughs> yeah and worse. Yeah, much worse. My my mm. love of this version of the game is purely down to its localization, not down to its gameplay. Working designs uh-huh. localization I have love for. And it's some of its <laughs> translation choices. But uh that uh-huh. other than that, man, the difficulty <laughs> for that game is mm, Yeah, like, and from what I've uh seen of that part, it's it's more like a hilarious uh good than just a straight good (laughs) yeah look man i guilty pleasures my dude guilty pleasures yeah exactly yeah incredibly guilty pleasure hate to say Mm -hmm. it 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 is what it is (laughs) oh goodness sakes man yeah, we'll probably get to that game uh, at some point in this uh, 1001. It's got to be in there. It's got to be in there. Mm. There's, no, there's no way Loon. There's no I way would Lunar. think so. There's no way I Lunar. So. I'd be upset if Lunar wasn't included. I'd understand why it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is a game that launched with the music CD that did not have the music to the actual that to the actual version of the game you just bought. Oh. Okay. Yeah, the the music on the dit, the music on the music CD with the PS1 version of the game was not the music to the PS1 game. Huh. It was the music for the Sega CD game. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know either. I I don't I don't have an answer for you CD. I wish I did. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I do. I really do. I wish I could give you an answer. I don't have one. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh, hmm. That's a uh, yeah, uh, interesting choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. It was. It was very weird. Hmm. And Warlords had apparently a prototype version that was called Castles and Kings. Uh, yeah, kind of on the nose with that name, but yeah. But you know what? People knew what they were getting. Yeah. Uh, Warlords is yeah, decent enough. Uh, it's a short and catchy title. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that working. Yeah. Although calling it Castles and Kings would have probably worked out just as well considering what the box art was for the Atari. Mm-hmm. Like a generic sure. knight. So, I mean, <laughs> you could have called it Castles and Kings and it still would have... You clearly knew what you mm-hmm. wanted to name it, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they they knew what they were going for. They clearly had an idea of what they wanted for this game. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think Warlords just works also works better as a header for the cabinet version. So this game was released, uh, included in the Atari Classics for Nintendo Switch DS. It featured multiplayer through the through wireless. The game was released for Xbox 360 on Xbox Live on May 2008, and that's it. It did not get many mm-hmm. releases, did it? This game really didn't. Yeah. 
you you were right. This game was not that popular. It it had and like the remake was announced for the Intellivision Amico. So uh, I wonder if that's ever gonna see the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wonder. I wonder if that investment's ever going to pan out. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. We all know. We all know how successful these uh, retro-ish mini consoles have have uh, have been over the years, right? CD, mm-hmm. right? Uh, some of them, yeah, but. <laughs> And the television uh, one, yeah, we'll see. Uh, that one seemed a bit special. Isn't that the one that has like a version of Earthworm Jim or something like that? One of these special consoles had like a special version of a of a of a game on it. That. Yeah, yeah, Earthworm Jim Four, according to this, which is supposedly re- announced for. N- 22 23 I mean, huh. this one does have several games announced but it's supposedly gonna be coming out in october which uh would was a set i think the second delay now but this one i don't know it was first revealed in 2018 and they delayed it from last year, October, to April this year, and then again to October. So, well, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> if we see it, CD. If we see it. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give these kind of projects that much credit if I don't have to. No, sorry, not. Forever skeptic. I mean, CD. it, Forever it might have a better chance than the Atari VCS. But oh, you oh, you mean the Coleco Chameleon, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the little the little box that couldn't. God, they they tried <sighs> they tried twice with that dude. They <sighs> that that whole story is such a train wreck. I'm oh, yeah. holy shit. Anyways, oh, I'm not even talking about that one, but that one is also yeah. Oh, was that was there a different one too? Yeah. Yeah, the Atari VCS uh, was a was that planned thing. Uh, that's uh, sort of a well, it's not exactly a mini version of the Atari Twenty Six Hundred because it was supposed to be a uh, kind of an open source uh, based. Oh, I know which computer, one you're talking about. Yeah, which yeah, yeah which is supposed what's supposedly would have relatively recent hardware, although not that recent so it's it kind of reminds me of the plans uh back then that they had for the ouya if anyone even remembers that one yeah so if that one even comes out at any point uh, it's probably gonna fizzle just like that didn't that one come out though the Atari? Uh, the OEA did come out, but it fizzled right after, so it pretty much failed. Uh, yeah, right and away. what's what's crazy about some of these things failing is they raise a metric yeah, they raised shit a lot. ton of money. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it, like I understand that. that money isn't everything, but I, I 
feel like after a point when you've raised that much money, it's really kind of ridiculous for you to fail. Like it's it's insanely absurd for you to raise given how bad the business plan for the UIA was uh, it really is wasn't a surprise at all what well, the 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 basic idea was it was an open source game development platform that yeah, sort of that they well, then it was, just it turned was a it a mini in... a mini android uh, system yeah. Sort of, and but they everyone, they changed it to being it, but... a mini Android platform because it wasn't supposed to be that, didn't they? I it think was... it was supposed to be from the beginning. Yeah, the problem was more that there was no real uh, incentive for people to publish on the platform because the system, the uh, Android, is just not really. Uh, not really intended for that and most of the games that are released on android are touch based so you can't really work well with a controller on that and uh, especially at the time nowadays it might be a bit different a bit better but still and it certainly didn't have a good enough uh, spread in terms of popularity so your target audience was pretty small in the first place. So right. there really was no incentive for people to develop on for it. Ain't that yeah, the truth. So, yeah. mm-hmm. well, and, the, and its quality was certainly not great. The yeah, hardware be... was outdated when it came out and the controllers were bad. How do you... I don't know, man. It's just—it's kind of absurd considering when you realize they just used an Android-based platform. So you know, mm-hmm. so you know, it's not like they built their own like backend, right? Like it was Android. Yeah, partly. Yeah, they did. They didn't have to make a whole new OS for it, but yeah. they had to adapt it. They had to make uh, their own store, which was another problem. <laughs> Android works around the main android store with the google play store and any system any android system that does something else uh well usually fails see uh the problems huawei had with their uh with their phones after uh, the us uh, just banned them pretty much <laughs> they tried to make their own store and uh continue on that but yeah. that meant sales plummeted yeah, because you know, that's a good way to make me feel secure about my my purchase. I had to buy from your weird <laughs> ass fucking jank mm-hmm. store. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll pass. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Push. And you couldn't you couldn't get the Google Play Store on that on those newer versions of the phones, not officially. I think even finagling them in there in some way didn't really work well. So you didn't have access to all the other Android apps you bought in the past. You'd uh. have to, you would have to buy them again on the other store. And the selection of apps is also significantly smaller, obviously. Huh. So, yeah, that's just not a good thing to do. No, not at all. All right. Well, CD, any... Mm. statements sharing social comments uh before we wrap up today's mm. episode 
Uh, if you want to do progress, do it in the right way. <laughs> Blizzard, you know what? You know what, CD? For real, on some real shit, just Blizzard, just don't. Yeah. You just don't. That, yeah. That's I'm not like, like I can't even say I appreciate the effort because this is not effort. Because there is no effort. There. Yeah. This yeah, is this exactly. is a non this is a non effort. This is this mm-hmm. is how do we get people to think that we're progress? That's the, that's the fucked up part, right? Because you know already this isn't genuine. Right, like mm-hmm. you know, there's no like genuine like, oh, we're being sincere. Ah, no, we all know you're yeah. not. Like, there's nothing. I mean, certainly some, yeah, some parts of the team might uh, be sincerely uh, on the progressive side, but the way they're doing it is just wrong. Yeah, like nobody, most people don't look at this and go, "Man, Blizzard is really is really progressive." You know what I mean? Blizzard's really taking a stand. Yeah. They're standing by the who LG- uh, Blizzard is connected to. Oh right, it's Activision. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, it's Activision Blizzard. Never mind. Mm-hmm. There's, there's yeah, and when your progress uh, has about the same effort as throwing a dart, then that's uh, yeah. that's not that's not progress. That's not, yeah, and that's certainly not effort. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. It's all right, fellas. We gotta look, we gotta look progressive. All right, cover your eyes, and throw the dart. Pink. Uh-huh. All right, so <laughs> you landed on Chromie from World of Warcraft. Throw your other dart, please. Tink. All right, <laughs> Chromie is trans. Fantastic. Get the tweet out there. Get those subs up. Yeah. Change the text in the game. Make that effort in five minutes. We're done. (laughs) Yeah, we don't... We're not... But, but sir, shouldn't we actually put some real effort into this? Effort. Effort costs money. All right? Mm. Effort... We don't have that. Yeah, effort costs money. And I'm not going to spend money on this. I have better places to spend my money. Oh, like 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 creating more content for World of Warcraft at a faster pace? Huh. You're fired. Huh. <laughs> uh, Good one. Uh, no, sir. On this massive mound of cocaine, I'm not gonna spend my money on our game. Are you Just kidding? Just call me Scarface. Yeah, I'm. Like I'm gonna put like I'm gonna put money into this game. Hell no. Instead, instead we're gonna create a skin, uh, uh, a a costume in World of Warcraft and charge people forty five dollars. I wish I was. I wish I was making that up. That actually did happen though. <laughs> For charity. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Right. Right. Ooh. That's that's the way you do it. Right. Okay, fair enough. Have a nice week, everybody. And uh, Blizzard, yeah. Blizzard, just fucking stop, please, just stop. <laughs> God, I hate, I love and hate this industry, CD. <laughs> it makes me happy. I don't work in games. That's ugh, uh-huh. that's, bro. I dodged a bullet. Yeah. That's. Mm-hmm. 
Progress. Yeah, talking about it is more than enough. Progress. <laughs> Progress. Ah, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, fucking razor. Thank you. I needed that. Yeah. I hope you had fun with this episode of the Caffeinated Bantercast. If you want to look up specific stories we talked about, we link them in the episode descriptions or on our dedicated page at cbcast.walkinshadows.com. We also write about things that interest us, but don't fit into the podcast episodes at blog.walkinshadows.com. If you want to contact one of us directly, you can do so through Twitter. Rezabasso is at Rezabasso, Jennifer is at Lady underscore Sugarcube, and Cold Death can be found under at Cold Death. Until next time.